This is the Liberated As Buck podcast with Jenna Gordon. I am a wife and mama, a 3-5 splenic projector, a spiritual witch, a doctor of chemistry, and a liberation mentor. I am a living contradiction and example of allness so that you know it's possible too. It's time to obliterate the motherfucking shackles. Hello and welcome back to the Liberated As Fuck podcast with me, Jenna Gordon. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm excited as shit for this episode today because it is so real raw in a way, um, but in a really like processed and neutral way. Um, but here we go. Let's just, let me just share what I'm, what I'm trying to talk about. And that is today's podcast is going to be all about how your life can shift for the better in an instant, in a day, in a week, and how exactly that gets to happen. So This actually comes from a really personal story that I've shared on the podcast before, Um, but I'll get into it. I'm just going to, I'm just going to fully get into it. But before I do, but before I dive in fully to the podcast today, I would love to ask you to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. It truly helps so much to get this out to more humans, but also so that I know what you're feeling, what you're experiencing, what you're loving, what you're wanting to hear more of. I want to know, I want to hear from you, and I want to like engage to communicate with each other. I would truly love to hear from you if you're listening to the podcast. Also, of course, please send it to a friend or somebody you think would just need to hear this message today. Okay, so let's dive in. So in a couple of the previous episodes, I've been giving really short little intro updates on my life. And I feel like that is so important because I want you to know who I am. That's why I have the podcast, so that you can start to know me, to actually feel safe in my presence, to understand what my mission is and why I'm here and how I get to be the most authentic embodiment of that, of my own work, and how I get to show you um, what's worked for me, what I've experienced, how I've moved through it. And hopefully it gets to help you in some way, whether it's the exact same thing or it just gives you some different perspective. That's what I want to do. So um, what I shared, I shared last week this, um, or was it last week? In one of the last couple of episodes, I shared that I'm going through this big upgrade, this massive upgrade as as a human being, um, which came in tandem with my menstrual cycle on the Gemini full moon, and then also getting this respiratory virus that was in my um, chest and my head, Um, what ended up unfolding from there was that I started to feel more and more severe pain in my back, and I actually felt like I was cramping still, like after my menstrual cycle was over. And I promise I'm going to get to the point, but the context is necessary so that you can really understand where this lesson came from. Okay, so I was starting to feel this pain just intensifying and I was doing a lot of body work, the typical body work that I 
use um, somatic practices, a chiropractor, yoga, um, stretching, foam rolling, Pilates, these types of things in really gentle ways and just really trying to support my body through this time because the pain was just continuing to get worse. And what was so interesting in this, and you can recall back to a prior episode of mine where I talked about how the body the external body represents what's happening for us on the inside. So I had a strong inkling, a strong feeling that this was going to be related to something. I didn't know what. And for maybe one of the first times in my life that I have like full conscious awareness of, I did not go into, okay, what is this? How can I figure it out? Of course, there were moments where my mind wanted to fill in the blanks of like, okay, what could make sense here? Um, But I also just was able to be like, okay, that's present. And also I get to release that. So I was doing these different, you know, different things and and not feeling really any sense of relief. And while I recognized, okay, there's probably something present here, like an emotion or something, an experience, something that's related to this pain, I could not access it. I had no way of feeling into that specific thing because the pain was so intense. So I actually needed to resolve the pain before I could explore it, before I could actually see what was present there. So that's a huge lesson in itself, which wasn't really intended here, is that sometimes you can go straight to the root. Sometimes you can go straight to the experience or the emotion or whatever whatever is underlying that pain or um, dis-ease or discomfort in your body. Sometimes you can do that. Other times the pain needs to be resolved, managed first so that you can actually access it. So that's what had to happen for me. I had to resolve this pain in some capacity before I could really access what was underneath. It wasn't until um, my husband, actually, my husband recognized how much pain I was in and he went so above and beyond. Cody, I love you so fucking much. (laughs) I love you so much. Um, He went above and beyond and he went and picked up the girls from school and daycare and he scheduled me a massage And it was an at-home massage, which was phenomenal. (laughs) I've never had one before. But the woman who came, it was like, it was destined for me because she was so skilled at finding the specific points in my back, which was throughout the entire thing, but really originating and stemming from the mid-back. She was so skilled at being able to like get each and every little point where there was so much tension stored up and just able to allow my body to relax and to release some of that tension. And as I was getting this this massage, it hit me like a Mack truck. It was like, I didn't have to try. I wasn't trying. In fact, I was just surrendering to finally starting to feel a little better. And it hit me so hard. It was like, this is deep grief. This is deep seated grief. And I right then was like, oh, what could this, you know, my mind came in and I was like, what could this grief be? Um, But I decided to, again, let go. I don't need to make this mean anything. I don't need to figure it out. It's going to happen. It's going to unfold as it's meant to. So I let it unfold. I let it unfold some more. I went into the next 
you know, went through the next couple of days, just kind of allowing that sense of this is grief to be present, but still not really having any, um, anything like strike me or light me up feeling like this is where it's coming from or how I get to process through it. So it was, um, it wasn't until Sunday, I was actually doing my own work, my own somatic practices, um, guided somatic practices through a course that I'm in. And as I was doing this, I actually started to have one of the deepest somatic releases of, of my life. And I was sobbing and it really, I was able to really reaccess where is this grief, grief coming from and what is it? And as I mentioned, I've shared some of this story on the podcast before um, about the time in my life, the the short period of my life where so much shifted and changed, where I, you know, was drugged, where I lost um, so many of the relationships and friendships in my life, and I was sexually assaulted. And what I, what came up here was just that I have processed, I have healed, I have done so much work around many of these areas, all of these areas, very individually. So I've done a lot of work around my sister wounding. I've done a lot of work around my sexual assault. I've done a lot of work around like losing um, my relationships and my health and what I plan to do, my identity. I've done so much work around all of these things. And yet, of course, it's still present because it's a really, really complex trauma um, that I'm possibly who knows how long going to be like working on healing. Um, But what really came through so strongly in this moment was how I have yet to really look at this as a whole, look at this time as a whole. And what landed, what not in that moment. So through that, I I processed, I allowed it. I, I was in the grief. I allowed myself to feel it to be in it, to provide myself so much love and grace and care for that little teenage girl, little me, who was hurt, who was so hurt and had no idea how to move forward, where to go, what to do. And as I allowed this to unfold over the next day or so, about a day to two days, what became so blatantly obvious to me, this, this message, this lesson of this event as a whole for me, that I felt so deeply in my bones that I have to share. I have to. It's that if my life, if your life, if anyone's life can shift and change in a moment, in a week, in a year, so drastically towards pain, hurt, discomfort, despair, grief, that it can also happen in the opposite direction. That you can also experience radical shifts, change, quantum leaps, in a moment, in a week, a day, a year. 
And how does that actually happen? How does that actually happen? It happens because you choose it. You choose it again and again and again. You get to choose to change your life. In one minute, in one moment, in one week, in one year. You get to choose that. And yes, there's reality. There is the reality of life that you don't get to decide everything that happens, when it happens, how it happens. That's true. Absolutely. But you can decide that every, that this moment, that this week, that this month, that this year is going to change your life. You can decide that. And no, it's not enough to just make the choice. It's not enough to just make the choice. It's also about knowing how to hold yourself, to lead yourself, to navigate through that. To be able to choose again and again and again. To be able to take action again and again and again. Even through fear. Even through pain. Even through the hard shit. Can you do that? Can you make a choice for just this week, just today, just this year? Can you make one commitment to yourself? Whatever length of time sounds exciting, fun, and yes, is going to push you, is going to challenge you. I don't mean pick the easy one because you, can, you know you can do it. But if you're like, I don't even know how to stay in it, to stay fully committed to my dreams for a week. Do that. Or if you're like, I know how, but then the fear takes over or then the overwhelm takes over of how am I going to get there? How am I going to do it? All the things I have to do. Can you start to allow yourself some grace, some space and time? recognizing that it isn't going to happen immediately and that it does take your consistency, your persistence, your compounding actions over time and not just your actions, but the way that you feel in them. The way that you feel in those actions means everything. How do you feel when you are going to move on your dream? Does it feel terrifying? Does it feel like constricted action? Does it feel like you're barely able to make it happen? Does it feel like it's all the way on the opposite end? Like, I can fucking do it. Yeah, try to stop me. But I don't even know what's going on, what day it is, where I'm at, or go to the bathroom while I'm doing it. If either of those are you, or you're somewhere in between, and you're like, I still know there's so much more. I get to have so much more. I get to go for so much more, which is probably you if you're here. You're like, even if I'm happy as fuck where I am, I get to want more. I get to go for more. So pay attention. Pay attention to how you feel as you do it. What does it feel like in your body? Because if it doesn't feel good, that's okay. That's okay. And also, 
how can you help yourself to feel better? And what I mean by that is if you go to take action and you're like, oh, like this is just so hard. Or maybe it's the fear that comes up in your body and you're feeling like you're shaky and you can't take action. Or maybe it's just that you go into full overwhelm. If it feels like any of those things in your body, of course you're not going to want to do it. Of course you're not going to want to take action. So how can you make it feel better in your body? You can make it feel better in your body by actually creating and cultivating safety in it, which means doing it more and more, but also taking care of yourself in it. How are you going to support yourself through it? How are you going to make it feel better? Because you're not going to keep going. You're not going to keep taking action. You won't be able to be consistent. You won't be able to change your, your life in a moment or a day or a year or a week if you don't keep going, if you give up. If you don't, if you keep pushing in a really healthy and supportive way, if you keep moving, if you keep going, if you have that drive, that consistency, that action that you take, you can do it. You will do it if you decide that you're going to do it. You get to choose it. You get to go make it happen. And you get to keep doing it and doing it and doing it. And notice how it feels in your body as you're doing it. Because that is going to determine everything. If you're going to keep going. If you're going to enjoy it, feel good when you get there how it feels, how does it feel? Okay, that's it for this podcast today. I hope that this type of podcast served you. I know about half of it was spent kind of setting up the scene and where this message really came through. But that's what I want this podcast to be, is a deep look into my life a deep look into your life, this way that you can look into me and then see you or see what might work for you or see how you might be able to better support yourself in making your big shit happen, your big fuck off dreams, in believing deeply in yourself, in knowing who the fuck you are and obliterating the motherfucking shackles. I love you so much. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening today. And I hope you have such a beautiful week. Let's obliterate the motherfucking shackles.